struggles, innovation, going all in, not holding back, mindset, being a leader, paving their own way, putting the real in real estate, listing legacies, selling luxury. You have the vault. Unlocking conversations in real estate today. We are live with the vault. I'm your host, Jessica Hastings, Les France. And let me introduce our co-host, Alexa Miller. Alexa, who do we have on the show today? Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I am very excited to introduce our guest today, Emily Tambos. Welcome, Emily. And we'll just get started with you telling us a bit about yourself. Okay. Well, hello, everyone. As they mentioned, my name is Emily Tambos. I was born and raised in Toronto, Ontario. Um, I'm a product of two entrepreneurs. I have three siblings, all of which I'm very close with to this day. Uh, During my undergrad, I majored in international business management. This was a very interesting and challenging program. I learned a lot both personally and academically. I met some amazing people that I'm still really close with to this day. Aside from that, I have a pretty diverse resume. I have experience working for various types of companies such as insurance, financial, legal, and of course, real estate. I have been a member of the Toronto Real Estate Board for approximately five years. More recently, I'm attending grad school, studying at the University of Toronto, and I am mastering in global affairs and public policy. Wow. Hang on, I'm trying to keep up. I know, I'm like writing everything down on what she does. <laughs> Sorry, that was a mouthful. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That is super exciting. So um, where should we begin? How about um, your undergrad in international business management? Talk yeah, about that. Talk about that. That's like a lot. Yeah. What is it? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty complex you know we were studying basically everything from your basic english to the most complex topics in economics um it was definitely a challenge um it's more of a introductory course so you never really dived too deep into the concepts that i wanted to dive more into which is why i decided to start my masters and go to uft i wanted to learn more about some key areas um, but overall, it was a really exciting program. I would recommend it to anyone. I learned a lot, um, and it definitely helped build me both personally, academically, and just as a businesswoman. Yeah, so can you describe what did you learn? So when it has international business management, what does that entail? Well, basically, like any business program, you're studying just the ins and outs of how you know, the market adapts to certain situations. Um, And the international component basically just added another layer to that. So as opposed to just analyzing the Canadian market or, you know, the Ontario or Toronto market, we were looking on a more global level. So we were kind of analyzing how different countries are influenced by certain situations that happen, kind of just like the ripple effect it can have. Like when, you know, how like if something happens in the U.S. economy, how it will then lead to a ripple effect in Canada and stimulate our economy either negatively or positively in some way or another. That's neat because we see that in real estate right now. Would you agree? Um, yeah, I, I could agree with that for sure. It's pretty interesting what's happening right now in the real estate economy. And I think that, um, you know, not necessarily that we were studying issues like that because I was taking my undergrad a few years ago, but I'm sure people studying this program now, especially global real estate programs, are probably learning some pretty interesting facts about that. Mm-hmm. Would you say when you were talking about you are learning how the market adapts to business, 
and you have your real estate license now, you're a realtor. So are you using that knowledge in your real estate business now? Um, yes and no. I think that the type of business that I was analyzing when I was doing my undergrad was, we, we never really touched base on real estate. Um, it was pretty separate. But I think that some of the concepts that I've learned, just, you know, basic supply and demand, con uh, you know, topics and analyzing, you know, how interest rates have an influence on the market, how, you know, the impact of rising inflation levels or just overall all of those types of economic concepts, I think they can be related to real estate in many ways. Yeah. Um, how it has impacted how I conduct business. I think it kind of just gives me more of an understanding to provide more information to clients. So they have, you know, when they ask like, why is the real estate market, you know, at these all time highs still, or, you know, why, are, why is my mortgage, you know, nearly doubled? It's easy to answer those types of questions, having that kind of economic background, I think. Oh, hundred percent. I'd say you have a point of vantage mm -hmm. when you're talking to sellers and buyers, just having mm -hmm. that and explaining those, you know, common terms that I think some realtors may not know or understand how to explain. Wow. Yeah, for sure. So can you touch on your, you said you've been in insurance and legal. Do you want to just touch on that a little bit? Sure. Um, so I was working at an insurance brokerage in King City for under two years, just under two years. Um, this was kind of when I was just sort of figuring out what my next move would be. I wasn't exactly sure. Um, if I wanted to go back to school, if I was just going to kind of dive into the workforce and build my way up, I was kind of just navigating, you know, my left from right sort of thing, um, so to speak. But I was working in the insurance sector. Um, I never got my like insurance license or anything like that, but I was just kind of helping rewrite policies, quote policies, um, just make sure all of the client information was up to date and basically doing anything I can to ensure that clients were receiving the lowest possible rates that they could um, get. So it was challenging to learn for sure, but I definitely realized that it wasn't for me. Um, and I wanted to, you know, see what other types of opportunities were there for me, but I definitely learned a lot from the experience on a personal level. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And that was before you got your real estate license? Yeah, that was, well, it was during the time that I was getting my real estate license. Okay. Very good. That's busy. Studying. Yeah, I was going to say, oh my God. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm always in school. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, but knowledge is power, honestly. Like, I yeah. feel like people should just always continue to educate themselves more and more as much as they can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Knowledge is power. And if you want to work with any buyer or seller, that's how people love, know, and trust you is because you're so knowledgeable. Yeah, you have, yeah. They have an insurance, mm -hmm. you probably know it. Yeah, legal <laughs> question. Sure. Can yeah. you touch on the legal when you said that you're uh, touching on legal as well? What does that mean and how did it work? And uh, Well, I'm definitely not, you know, giving anyone any legal advice or anything, but um, I, part of my undergrad, there was a component where you had to do a summer internship. And so students are required to, you know, find and secure their own positions. Um, at this point in time, I was debating what my next move would be after undergrad. So I was just exploring my options. I considered, you know, going to law school. I decided against that and ended up doing my master's in this program. But I wanted to just, you know, kind of 
dip my toes in the water and see what working in the legal sector would look like. It was incredibly exciting, challenging, um, stimulating. It was a great experience overall. Um, I have nothing against working in legal. I just, you know, decided that maybe it wasn't um, in my cards. Yeah. Was it pretty broad or was it real estate um, law? Well, the firm handled various types of real estate law, uh, commercial law, um, liability. They had a, it, was a, it was a pretty large firm. They, they kind of covered a lot of different areas of law. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like if I wasn't selling real estate, I'd want to be like a paralegal or something. I'm not smart enough to be a lawyer, but <laughs> yeah, you all live to I'm not. I'd hire you. Wow. So that's cool. Legal law is pretty interesting, though, just kind of hearing the conversations from afar um, mm-hmm. or getting to sit in on some of those conversations was definitely pretty interesting. We you know as realtors, we don't see the other side of it, you know, like after the agreement of purchase and sale is signed like that's basically like oh, okay like our our job's sort of done um but you know then it when our job is done it then is the where the job begins for these real estate lawyers to just ensure that the job really is done it might seem like a done deal to us but there's so many things that can happen after the fact yeah. and um definitely working there i heard and kind of was told some pretty unique situation so it was definitely very interesting and a huge learning experience as well yeah so you're studying you're do you still sell real estate like on the side of like I don't know how you have the time to do all what you do (laughs) yeah um definitely you know being a full-time master's student is a full-time job in itself um I am still working in real estate I wouldn't say that I'm as heavily involved in it as I once was just because Mm -hmm. like you said, like there's just not enough time. Um, There's definitely major trade-offs to keep in mind. Like I do still have clients who ask me, you know, to to view properties. Sometimes it's difficult if, you know, I'm in the middle of midterms right now. Like sometimes it's hard to kind of navigate, you know, what is the priority. Um, But I'm definitely very effective at managing my time. Um, and thankfully, you know, my clients who I've had relationships with for years, they're very understanding of that. So if I say like, Hey, you know, Sunday afternoon, isn't going to work. What about Sunday evening? They're, they're very respectful and understanding of that. So thankfully, um, I haven't experienced any major challenges balancing that as of yet, but you know, I'm still have another year and a half to go in this program. So who knows what the future has in mind? Yeah. So with that being said, do you what's your, you know, next move after you graduate? Are you going to go back full-time into real estate? Are you looking to go a a different way or what's your plan? Um, yeah, I, I find myself thinking about that a lot and, you know, having conversations with my parents or friends. Um, I, I don't want to close off any doors or make any like definite decisions on my future as of yet. Like, I think that I like the place that I'm in now where, you know, the wind can sort of like push me in any direction. And I think that with my educational background and my, you know, pretty diverse like work experience, I think that um, it has opened a lot of doors for me to kind of go any different way, like whether that be working for the government, whether that be, you know, working for like a private company, working more in real estate, maybe getting into a different sector of real estate, the possibilities are just so endless. And that I think, 
excites me so much. Like I feel very fortunate to be able to, you know, maybe take a breath and just think like, okay, let's just see how this next semester goes. And maybe all of my interests will change because, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've also found that the more I learn, the more conversations I have, the more people I meet, you know, sometimes it changes, you know, what I envision for myself. Like if you had asked me 10 years ago, my, you know, opinion or take or whatever would be totally different than what it is today right yeah Yeah. I'm sure more doors are opening yeah your background you can do anything you want yeah how did you fall into real estate like how did you Mm -hmm. like why did you want to get your real estate license um well I guess like real estate and getting into business were two very different things so I I don't know if I mentioned before, but both of my parents are business owners. So growing up, our dinner conversations were, you know, not your average, like, how was your day? You know, yeah. how was your success sort of thing. It was largely consisting of discussing what happened during the market that day. You know, like my dad was always educating us on these pretty big and confusing terms from a young age. Um, like one example that always comes to mind in particular is he would always quiz us on how do you define what a recession is? And it was like two or three, I guess, depending on which economist you ask, but consecutive quarters of negative growth. And I remember always thinking like, why do I need to know this? Who is ever going to ask me this question? And then funny enough, just the other week in class, we were discussing indicators of recession and that very same definition came up and I was just laughing to myself. And it was like, you were so right. And then from, you know, it was kind of inevitable to get into business because, you know, who wouldn't eventually develop an interest? but you're raised with it yeah yeah exactly right now we're having those same dinner conversations you know to our kids what's a buyer what's a seller what was your rate he's answering all these questions (laughs) but I feel like that's so good because it just gets them thinking from such a young age you know Mm -hmm. what the real world is like yeah so what do your parents do I'm, I'm intrigued to see what type of business they're in um so my dad he will say that he's retired but he I feel like he will never stop working um he's a he definitely loves to work and you know be involved because he never wants to kind of I guess you know forget these types of things he always says like if you don't use your brain you'll lose your brain Mm -hmm. and so he was you know he is slash was a stockbroker um but you know he's kind of gotten more involved in different types of business and since I've gotten my real estate license both of them have gotten more involved in real estate as well they don't have their license or anything but I mean just seeking different business opportunities in real estate because it can be you know pretty lucrative um my mom she is also really similar to me I guess I get it from her where she's constantly going to school for something so she, I don't even know, she knows everything about skincare. She's, um, oh, she's going to be so mad at me that I forget what it's called. She does a lot of skincare stuff, uh, reflexology. Um, there's other things too. A lot of skincare. So it's, it's, uh, it's great. We uh, get to experiment a lot with new products and whatnot. I love it because yeah. it's like yeah. health and wealth, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a funny way of looking at it. Yeah, that's very exciting. Wow. So with all your um, schooling and 
your career and everything, what would you say has been your biggest success so far? Um, oh, that's a tricky question. Um, broad when you have a, (laughs) yeah, it's like like you you be more specific. (laughs) Um, well, I've definitely experienced a lot of really amazing opportunities and I guess, you know, sort of say big wins that I'm, you know, really proud of. Um, I would like to think though that my biggest success is still in front of me and hasn't happened just yet. But if I had to pick now, I would definitely say that getting into this master's program would be my biggest success. Um, maybe for reasons that the average person might not think of though. Um, so as I mentioned, I'm you know attending uh, University of Toronto. This university has been a goal of mine to attend like since maybe even before high school. One of the main reasons being that it's where my dad studied economics. So it's kind of like always been a dream of mine to kind of like follow suit. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, when I first graduated high school, it just wasn't in the cards at the time. But I kind of always kept that in mind while I was um, doing my undergrad and kind of always, you know, envisioned that one day I would attend U of T. So I worked really hard because, you know, this school, it's incredibly competitive, especially at a graduate level. But I just kept working really, really hard. Um, staying focused and then you know the day I found out that I was accepted into this program I remember just like calling my parents crying I was so happy Um, definitely one of my favorite days so far and this experience so far has just been life-changing so I would say so far this has been my biggest success yeah wow that's huge I love it I love how you word it as your one of your favorite days yeah yeah and it's cool that like what you said before that your biggest success probably hasn't even happened yet if you've already been Ooh, I love it. doing what you're doing, like you, you sound very young and you're like, you've had all these jobs and careers and mm-hmm. all this education. So yeah, the best is yet to come for you. I think that's for sure. I'm excited. I'm excited how, you know, excited and positive looking forward that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you could look back, say five years ago, what would you tell or before you went to school and, and got your license and all that? Um, what would you tell yourself, your younger self? Uh, this is actually something that I think about a lot. And I've definitely had this conversation with my mom several times, just, you know, what I wish I could do differently or what I wish I would have known then that I know now sort of thing. But mm-hmm. if I could go back in time, for sure, I would tell my younger self to ask myself the harder questions sooner. Um, because I'm definitely a strong believer that if you are truly honest with yourself and honest about you know, just overall what you want out of life, the universe has this funny way of leading you there. Mm-hmm. And I think for me personally, and, you know, maybe for some others too, when you're so young, you can be, you know, just so easily influenced by social media, your friends, or just overall what society is expecting of you. Um, but I think that the sooner that you ask yourself those hard questions and get to the bottom of what you really want out of life, you know, what you want to accomplish, how you want to accomplish it. I think the rest just comes a lot easier. It's almost more of a natural experience opposed to one that seems stressful and scary, you know, as if you're trying to navigate through life without a real plan in mind. Um, So yeah, I think if I could go back, I would basically just give myself a little shake and say, you know, figure it out. You think about these things, you know, don't worry about what everyone else is doing. They can live their own life. That has nothing to do with you. Um, It's not a race just kind of think about it I love it it's funny because in my book yesterday I was reading the most influential person in the room is sitting in front of you you Mm -hmm. oh that's cool I love how you all not a race I think that's really important 
yes. yeah for sure like when I was younger and I was trying to think of what I want to do what school I wanted to go to you just like worry about what everyone else is thinking what are my parents yeah. gonna think what are my grandparents gonna think what are my friends yeah. gonna think where are my friends going right yeah. like everyone just wants to be with their friends opposed to well, what do I need yeah so much pressure mm-hmm. yeah that's good advice yeah, that's so true mm-hmm. love it. I love it it's exciting yeah yeah um the next question I have for you is what would you recommend to somebody studying in your um like what you're studying mm-hmm. right now um definitely you need to work hard and you know just overall never let your goals out of sight like I said before like you know just don't worry about what everyone else is doing you know if there's a party that you need to say no to or a social event that you need to say no to you know don't be afraid to say no and in fact say no especially if it means giving yourself that extra time to study um you know don't worry yourself so much about what other people are doing you know whether they're ahead of you or behind you just stay focused and be honest with yourself and make a plan on how you want to achieve it and you know just don't let any any other external factors influence that just be true yeah. to yourself I love it yep. the power of saying no you know I it's such a good one mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. something we all need to practice like I know I get caught up in it and then I'm like no 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 yeah yeah see it in the mirror yeah Yeah. my favorite uh I don't know what I don't know where I even read this is no is a complete sentence yeah yeah oh my god I think I read that somewhere too yeah yeah it's so true so true yeah especially if you're like I'm a people pleaser so I just want to say yes to everyone and everything mm -hmm. and you get worn out and I was that person in college they're like you know are you going to study you're going to come to the party and I'd go to the party yeah I'm I'm not saying no so that's what I would I've definitely been a victim of that too but you know just growing up and gaining some more life experience it just I think just becomes easier where now I'm just like no yeah I didn't give a second (laughs) yeah that's right no second thoughts we're done yeah (laughs) that's funny um so where can everyone find you if they're looking to see who Emily is uh, well, I am on social media. I'm no big social media influencer or anything, but I do have um, an Instagram page. So it's at Emily Tambos. Um, or you can find me on my brokerage's webpage. I'm with Keller Williams Referred. Awesome. And is that Kitchener? Am I, or is that? Uh, downtown Toronto. Toronto, right. Okay. Yeah. So anybody looking for a referral partner in Toronto, she's your girl. Yeah. <laughs> When she's not Let's studying her yeah. yeah, working midterms. <laughs> Unless it's midterm season. That's uh, funny. Awesome. Well, thank you, Emily, for joining us and uh, taking the time. I know you're busy studying and working, so thank you. Um, and hopefully we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to The Vault. You can find us on Instagram at The Vault Podcast and on all podcast platforms. See you next episode.